This is the Passive Income Attorney Podcast, where you'll discover the secrets and strategies of the ultra-wealthy on how they build streams of passive income to give them the freedom we all want. Attorney Seth Bradley will help you end the cycle of trading your time for money so you can make money while you sleep. Start living the good life on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Seth Bradley. What's going on, Law Nation? Welcome to the Passive Income Attorney Podcast. We're into episode three of the Passive Income Pro Series Simple Syndication. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the difference between passive and active real estate investing. Um, and this is going to be a little bit different than our original episodes when we talked about that. So if you're new to real estate investing, you've probably wondered whether you should invest passively or whether you should go out and buy your own property directly and actively invest. This is one of the fundamental decisions you'll need to make as a new investor. And really, I've narrowed it down to four key questions that you need to ask yourself in order to discover the answer for yourself. And I say yourself because each person is different. Each person will have to answer for themselves and decide whether they want to invest passively or actively or both. For the purpose of this podcast episode, when comparing active versus passive, we're going to limit the conversation to real estate syndications. We're not going to talk about other active investments like you know, short-term rentals or fix and flips or wholesaling or anything like that. We're just talking about real estate syndications. So when we're talking about active investors, in this sense, they're the general partners, the operators, the sponsors, the managers. All of these terms will get used interchangeably, and you'll just have to understand that they're typically the same thing and the same people that we're referring to. These are the folks that have dedicated their time, their effort uh, to find, close, and operate the property. On the other side of the spectrum are the passive investors. In, in this sense, they are the limited partners in the deal. These are the folks that have the capital, and they partner with active investors in exchange for a projected return on their money. They leverage the active investors' time, network experience, and expertise to gain access to these commercial real estate deals. All right, let's jump into the four questions you need to ask yourself so you can evaluate what's best for you, active or passive. And again, you can do both. Um, I was once told that you should start out passively, and if you like it, you enjoy it, and you want to go to the active side, you can always do it later, but a passive investment is always a great way to get started and understand these deals and how they work. So the first question you need to ask yourself is, how much time do you have? That's the big question. This is one of the first questions I ask when we're having a discovery call with investors. So for most people, the answer when you say, how much time do you have? It's not a lot. We're busy people. We have successful careers and those careers take up the lion's share of our time on any given day. We also have families and friends that need our time and attention. And perhaps we already have a side hustle or you know, a passionate hobby uh, that again, it requires time. So that being said, the more time you have, or at least the more flexibility in your schedule that you have, the, the more likely you'll be able to handle the additional responsibilities that comes with managing an active portfolio. Speaking from perspective and experience, it's not easy to find, buy, fund, and operate a 100-unit apartment complex or a 200-lot RV park. 
just to find one good deal, you have to build your network of partners and vendors and brokers and constantly stay in contact with those folks. You have to find and identify property managers and contractors that you're going to work with. And on average, sponsors will underwrite over 100 deals, submit offers on 10, and they might win one out of those 100 that they underwrote. So that just gives you kind of an idea of the time and the effort that it takes to land one of these properties. And those numbers, though, are probably pretty conservative. They're continuing to expand as, as the competition around the country grows for these commercial properties. So to close the deal, you, you need to leverage relationships with due diligence vendors and lenders. You need out-of-pocket, at-risk capital condu to conduct due diligence on the property and put up the, uh, the deposit, which can add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you need a net worth equal to the loan amount and a liquidity equal to roughly 10% of the loan amount just to secure the financing for one of these deals. And when we're talking about a five, 10, 20, $50 million deal, well, that adds up quite a bit. So you need a passive investor network to raise millions of dollars in equity as a down payment for the loan. And once the deal is closed, if you're on the active side, you need to execute the business plan by managing the property manager and the contractors, project managing the construction, leasing up the property, and ultimately executing the entire business plan. All of this takes up time. And on the other side of the spectrum, if you're the passive investor, sure, there's some due diligence up front that you have to do on the sponsor, the market, and the team. But once it's done, once you've made your investment, you're just collecting mailbox money. You're literally just getting an ACH deposit in your banking account and just keeping an eye and keeping a pulse on the project and the sponsors to make sure they're giving you updates and that you're receiving your allotted distributions. It is truly passive. It's not, you know, a rental, a single family rental or something like that where your property, where your property manager, you got to keep an eye on them and you got to fix this and that. It is truly a passive deal. Number two question is, what is your personality type? That's something you might not think about as a question you need to ask, but ask yourself, do you like being in control and hands-on, or would you prefer to let someone else handle the heavy lifting? Many of us suffer from the hesitation to relinquish some control or to delegate and to focus on what we're best at. I think we all struggle with that a little bit. So if you can't let go of at least some control and you prefer to handle all the decision-making and oversight of all the daily tasks mentioned above, you may need to go to the active investing route. However, that's easier said than done depending on your availability and experience and, and all the things that I've already mentioned. But that is a big component of it. And if your personality lends itself to total control and not letting go, active investing might be for you. So another relevant question to ask that's still under this question number two is, how risk averse am I? As a limited partner or a passive investor, your liability is limited. I think that's something we, we forget about. Only your invested capital is at risk, which is inherent in any investment. So if someone slips and falls at the property, you will not get sued personally. No one can touch your personal assets. On the other hand, if you're a general partner or a sponsor, you will almost certainly be named in a lawsuit 
for you lawyers out there, we know that we name everyone in these lawsuits. We name the owners, we name the property, we name everyone we can find to see who's got the deep pockets. So whether you're successful or not, that's just how it works. But sponsors not only assume the liability risk for things that you know, may go awry at the property, but they're also ultimately responsible for the debt. It's the sponsors, not the limited partners that sign on the dotted line of the loan documents and the guarantees. So that's something you really need to keep in mind. If you're risk averse, investing passively in a real estate syndication is a way to avoid that liability and avoid that risk compared to being on the active side where you are subject to certain risks and ensure there are ways to mitigate those risks through asset protection and properly protecting yourself with insurance. But again, there, there is that risk factor involved. Number three, what is your experience? Do you have real estate investing experience? And I'm not talking about trading shares of REITs on Robinhood or becoming a landlord by accident by renting out your first home that you couldn't sell. I'm talking about specific experience buying and operating a 150-unit apartment complex or an 800-unit self-storage facility or a 100-unit build-to-rent community or a 1,000-bed senior living development. You know, those are very specific things that require specific expertise. Commercial real estate is complex. It's intricate. It's nuanced. Specific asset types require specific knowledge and experience. If you want the consistent high upside returns that institutional quality commercial real estate investments offer, you need someone on your team with specific experience and expertise in that asset type. This is one of the most beautiful aspects of passive investing. You can leverage the experience of experts in their particular asset types and partner with them to mitigate your risk and to give you the best chance at above market returns. For most busy professionals, trying to find life balance between family, work and play, and lifestyle afforded by passive investing is just the way to go because you don't have time. And I got lucky, you can say, because at least I was a real estate attorney by trade. So I was around these types of assets. I was around these types of developers. I learned about them and how they worked. Um, for some of you guys out there who are who are litigators or trust and estates attorneys, it might be a little bit more difficult to make that transition to active investor. Not saying you can't do it, and I'm happy to talk to you about it, but it's something that you need to focus on for sure. Now, your run-of-the-mill YouTuber <laughs> will tell you commercial real estate is simple. You know, you'll get on there and they're going to say, oh, you just go and you find the property and you uh, you fix up the condo units and and then uh, you drive income and reduce your expenses and voila, your property's worth millions of dollars more. While the fundamentals of real estate are generally simple, actually executing these deals at a high level that will deliver consistent returns is a high stakes game full of pitfalls. If you want to invest actively, it is imperative that you build up a deep well of knowledge, experience, and relationships. If you have the time and the energy and the desire to build up those requirements, active investing can be a very rewarding game. Now, all that being said, everyone starts somewhere. When someone is on the fence about investing passively or managing their own active portfolio, I tell them, 
First, get educated. Of course, it's always the first step. Second, find a mentor, network. Third, invest passively. That's the take action piece. Invest passively first, see how that deal goes. See what it's like investing in one of these deals from the investor's eyes. And if you want to go to the active side after that, feel free to do it. And you'll be a better active investor because of it, because you experienced a deal from the investor's eyes. So if you know that's your game, invest actively. If not, let's try passively first and go from there. And the last question you need to ask yourself, number four, what are your investing goals? Are you seeking immediate cash flow so you can start replacing your active income? Are you seeking long-term capital growth appreciation? What is your risk appetite? Do you want to get out of your current job yesterday? Or are you okay with the job that you're doing right now? Do you love your career? What Would you like more freedom, flexibility, and fun? Do you live for the adrenaline rush of finding and closing a deal? Or would you rather sit back and sip coconuts and collect checks? Those are questions you really need to ask. And those are just a few things. Just need to do some, some deep diving into to how you feel about your investing goals and where you want to be. Now, your age and your financial status come into play here too. If you have a half a million dollars or more to invest and you can reduce some of your outgoing expenses, man, we can work on a plan for you to invest passively and you can be retired within a few years. If you have less capital, but are interested in getting started passively, we can partner on a single deal and give you a peek behind the curtain so you can see how it all works. Then you can decide if you want to keep collecting mailbox money or start learning how to operate an active real estate portfolio. In closing, which is better, active or passive? There's no right answer here. The question can only be answered by you from the perspective of your unique situation. Ask yourself the fundamental four questions. Number one, how much time do you have? Number two, what does your personality say about your real estate investing thesis? Number three, how much experience in real estate investing do you have, specifically in the asset type that you want to invest in? And number four, what are your investing goals? No matter what you decide, we're here to help you. We're here to educate you, point you in the right direction, change your mindset, and get you to take action. All right, folks, cheers to your success. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Passive Income Attorney Podcast with Seth Bradley. Do you want more ideas on how to generate multiple streams of passive income? Then jump over to PassiveIncomeAttorney.com for show notes and resources. Then apply for the private Facebook community by searching for the Passive Income Attorney on Facebook. And we'll see you on the next episode.